Voila, hissed Marie-Hélène. You see, he is a devil. Natalia blinked. I see nothing of the kind. Your imagination is driven wild by this ferocious weather. Je t'en blow. Do not open the door to him, the maid cried. As she crossed the stone entry hall, Natalia realized that Marie-Hélène was scurrying in her wake, like a child trying to hide behind her mother. She put her hand on the latch and warned, You needn't cling to me if you're so terrified of this person. I can deal with him on my own. Mais non, I cannot leave you, mademoiselle. I'm here to serve you with my very life, if need be. Natalia stole a brief glance heavenward and tried not to smile. You'd better brace yourself, then. I'm going to open the door now. She was nearly laughing as she pushed back the bolt, lifted the latch, and dragged open the heavy door. Her eyes were sparkling with merriment, and a silken curl came loose to brush the side of her cheek. Then Natalia focused on the stranger. Her body stilled, and her smile faded, while the pounding of her heart grew deafening. Never before had she seen so striking a man. The effect was intensified by the angry twilight, which hurled raindrops faster and faster at the black-clad giant. Perhaps he wasn't really a giant, Natalia amended, ever aware of her tendency to embellish reality. But he was bigger than her father or Uncle Nicky, both of whom were tall and broad-shouldered. The stranger's size was made more menacing by his black cape, which swirled out of her worn trousers stuffed into muddy black boots. Most arresting of all, though, was his proud head, with a profile that spoke of arrogance and danger. Natalia was struck by his wild, wet black hair, which was laced with silver, and by his pale face with its sculpted bone structure and steely eyes. He wore a trim beard, and his mouth looked sensual and hard all at once. Bonsoir, madame, the stranger said in a voice that sounded hoarse and tired. I beg your pardon for this intrusion, but I have come a very long way to speak to your husband. Startled, Natalia exclaimed, You're English? I'm afraid so, he admitted. And you are American? Yes, Monsieur Beauvisage is my uncle. My aunt is upstairs at the moment, but my uncle will be back directly. Would you care to come in and... She had Marie-Hélène gasp and felt her tug urgently at the back of her shawl. Natalia gave her a quelling glance. You must excuse our maid. She has taken it into her head that you are a dangerous character, and... The man turned his head sharply, as if he had had an expected but unwelcome noise. If you don't mind, I'll accept your invitation, he said hurriedly. This weather is devilish. Before Natalia could step out of the way, he pushed past her, causing Marie-Hélène to cry out. Natalia herself was beset by a sudden wave of apprehension as she realized that he now knew her uncle was not at home. In the interest of fairness and good manners, she had written off his appearance to the bad weather, but now she could see that beneath the cape his clothing was frayed, his hair and beard were overdue for grooming, and there was an evil-looking scar across the hand that reached out to push the door closed. When he turned again to look at her, she immediately recognized the threat in his gleaming grey eyes. Natalia wasn't surprised when he put his hand under his cape and drew out a long, sharpened dirk. At that moment she became aware of the clatter of hoofbeats entering the courtyard of the chateau. Do as I say, the man said curtly, and neither of you will be hurt. He stared hard at the trembling Marie-Hélène. Compose yourself. When those men on horseback reach the door, they'll describe me, and you must tell them that you have not seen me. Do you understand? 
You must be calm and convincing, little girl, else your beautiful mistress will feel my blade. After the maid gave a crazed, wild-eyed nod, he lifted Natalia off the floor and carried her into a tower alcove just a few feet from the door. Do not fight me, he ground out. Be silent. The hand covering Natalia's mouth was wet and smelled of horse and sweat and damp wool. His other arm clasped her waist, and now she felt the tip of the dirk press upward between her breasts, the steel cold through the thin muslin of her gown. His body seemed to surround her, powerful, musky, terrifying. As more unknown and potentially dangerous men pounded at the door, Natalia waited for her heart to explode. Shh, don't move, the stranger whispered, his breath madly ticklish against her ear. If you're very good, perhaps I'll give you a kiss after they've gone. This sudden burst of teasing humour, so peculiarly and arrogantly male, made Natalia long to sink her teeth into his palm. It seemed that never had she met a man whom she despised more.